0: to another episode of we are the batman i'm mike and this is matthew all right we are doing something we haven't done in a bit we're doing a comic book review today we haven't done one of these i think the last one we did was uh was it was a mr miracle i think it was mr miracle yes oh, it was a while ago so I... we're gonna do we're, we're gonna be talking uh tom taylor's nightwing run today uh, which is which is gonna be we're talking about matthew's favorite boy in the world and that's yes and yes that's that's Dick Grayson. We are serving up some some. We are serving up some dick today, everybody. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to make so many jokes. This episode is going to have so many jokes in it. It's it's, that I apologize for none of it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, before we get
1: into that, uh, first of all, uh, Matthew, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Just kind of hanging out, enjoying life, and waiting for the summer to be over so I can be chill.
0: Yeah, I'm kind of over the heat already, and I was. I it, it never takes long for me. Uh, I'm also over the uh, the 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 haze we've got going on. I, I'm up here in Ohio. We've been under a uh, air quality warning since over last weekend because of the fires going on in California. It's all drifting oh, down. So there's there's just a haze in the air all day, every day. You can see it. It's it's not it's not fun. Uh, so let's let's knock that off uh, a friend of mine in canada I, I was texting her yesterday i was like i don't know why but even though she, she lives on the other side of canada where there are no fires and i said i don't know why but i can't but feel like this is your fault so <laughs> <laughs> yeah um yeah man life's good life's good uh just did a whole bunch of comedy on the road and was, was traveling to see family so um it's it's good to be back you know like we said last week like doing an episode like proper not having to can a bunch of episodes it's always Uh, nice it's always always nice kind of it's nice to be up to date once in a while (laughs) (laughs) um so uh we're gonna do because so we we mentioned on last week's show james gunn is scaling back some of the twitter stuff which means our gun show segment is is gonna be not as regular as as we would like which which sucks but i also get it Yeah. Um, but but to keep things fun, we're introducing a new segment. It's just simply called "What Are We Watching." Uh, we're just going to talk about stuff that we've been watching. It might be Batman DC related. It might not be. It just kind of depends on what's going on uh, in our respective lives. And but I also think it it's kind of a no brainer what we both have watched in the last week uh, because Cross Spider Verse came out. Uh, yes, it I did. saw it last night at uh, the time that we're recording this. Um, man, this movie rules. Oh man. <laughs>
1: It's, it was like, I think the big thing I've said is, do we want to, uh, are we trying Let's to avoid spoilers? Let's not
0: spoil it. Okay. Because you know where I'm at with spoilers right oh, now. Okay. I'm, I'm like seeing red because of all this. There was stuff that like, I, I knew I was going to see Spider-Verse last night. And like two hours before my screening, I had something get spoiled for me on Facebook that the costume designer was posting on. Uh, yes. Yes. And with to to which the movie wasn't even out a week, go F yourself. Um, so, so yeah. I don't want to spoil things uh, for a movie that hasn't even been out a week yet. That's on, on a non-Marvel show. Okay. So- <laughs> well, then I will say
1: this. The thing I enjoy with some of these films is when they get intelligent, when they do something different, you know, yeah. you think about us across the spider verse, across any multiverse we've seen. Dr. Strange kind of do that. You know, it was part of the first spy- this first animated Spider-Man movie. Mm-hmm. You know, we're seeing the Loki thing and, and we're seeing this kind of become more common. And even, you know, time travel, blah, blah, all that kind of stuff. So I always like when it's different. So there's mm-hmm. something like it's very interesting because it's kind of related to comics and how comics are a certain thing. Um. And I like how they're playing with that. And even though I think I figured out the out <laughs> that will be in the sequel, mm. um, I just think that it's really cool because it's, it is kind of surprising because you don't. It, it's, it's a little different what the ultimate kind of thing is, which I like. But aside from that, the animation is incredible. <laughs>
0: Um, i don't think i've seen animation like this animation is next level like this, yeah. see this, this tops the first spider-verse movie and that was groundbreaking in, in its own way the things they did with animation in this movie to convey tone uh like there's a there's a scene uh towards the end involving spider gwen that yeah. on top of being just a very emotional scene what they do with the animation I was sitting in the theater, just like my, my jaw was hanging up. And I was like, this is, this is incredible. This, this is so I I was blown away. The upside
1: down conversation was the part that I was like, Uh, this is ridiculous.
0: The amount of detail that went into like showing what a person would look like hanging upside down and this is in the trailer. So don't get mad at us. Uh, Is it's. it's wild, man. I Here's what I'll say. Um, I, I'm i usually kind of on the fence when it comes to needle drops in in movies and TV. You know, when you start incorporating popular music into these things, I, I it's, to me, it's got to be, like, when you look at Guardians 3, the songs are on brand. They're tonally matching. That's great. As opposed to, like, Willow, where they would just drop a pop song right before the credits in every episode, and it was jarring mm-hmm. and I was not into it. I liked the show. I was not into that. Um, the (laughs) first, the first Spider-Verse movie did a lot of needle drops. They were, they worked tonally. They were on brand with what was happening in the movie. This one didn't do them as much. This one relied mostly on the score, like, and the score for this movie is nuts. It is so good. The music for this movie is so very good.
1: Yeah. I can't recommend this movie enough. There is nothing that I can sit here and go. This was bad. Act performances were on par. I well, were only, fantastic.
0: The only the, criticism I have, and it's one that a lot of people have had, and is is that the sound mixing was a little off in the beginning. Um, some folks have said that like it's an issue with certain theaters not having their settings set up right. To me, that's far too many different people having the same complaint for it to be a theater issue. So for like the first thirty minutes, the the audio was a little off, and then it was fine the rest of the movie. Uh-huh. I didn't experience that. (laughs) Yeah. So I don't know what it is, but it was, it was, cause it was one of those, I had heard about this and I went into it and I was like, I mean, I got a pretty good ear. I got a, I got a producer's ear. So let me, and I I was sitting there like, no, there is genuinely like something is off. Something is not right because then the rest of the movie, everything was balanced perfectly. So, Hmm. so I'm not sure. I'm not sure what the issue is, but I now I get what people were saying because I noticed it too. But again, I only noticed it for part of the movie in those first 30 minutes, which is what everyone's been talking about. So I don't know what that's about. Um,
1: I think I'm lucky the, the theater that I go to here in where I live is um, was renovated within the last like like right before COVID. They like they've renovated it about 10 years ago and then like gutted every theater and redid everything. Oh wow. So it's it's fresh as all get out. It's one of these like you know, all the seats recline. It has each seat has oh, a tray that opens in and out.
0: All yeah, the audio yeah.
1: is great. Like there none of them are gig- like it's never none of the screens are super big. But right. when the theater's that small it doesn't matter, you know. And um it's also cool because if you go to any th- showing before noon on saturday or sunday the tickets are 550. oh i wish and all day on tuesday
0: we have we, uh, tuesdays are cheap day for us too um yeah i'm a movie club member so i just burn my freebies and yeah. i get discounts I, I get cheap tickets anyway for doing
1: well that. and it also helps when you're buying four to six tickets that it's
0: only five. Oh, yeah, no, see, see, it's just for me. I'm just going, I'm going alone. So I don't have to worry about that. There are times of if I have because my freebies all roll over. If I have a bunch yeah. stack, I'll buy two next to each other. That way I don't have to share a seat with anybody. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think
0: there was one time I, I, I can sprawl out and just be like, ah, yeah. yeah.
1: There's been times I've, I've wanted to buy, like go to see a thing because it's been assigned seating here in Texas for the past 15 years. I don't understand why that hasn't been a thing yeah. forever.
0: It was one of those, I remember when I first moved to Ohio in 2015, I was hearing about that rolling out in certain parts of the country, and then they started doing it at the theater here, where it was, they put in the rec- the leather recliners, and it was assigned seating, and all I could think was, yeah, no, I can't go back to regular, because they hadn't done it in all the theaters yet, and then I went mm. to a regular theater that hadn't done the updates yet, and I was like, yeah, no, this isn't as good, no, I need the recliners, I need the assigned... This is, this is chaos. My life has been chaos up till this point and well, I didn't realize it.
1: <laughs> and it, to me, it's just so chill. Like we, we, we ended up, it was like a five 30 showing yeah. and we were like, it was like five o'clock and we're heading there. We're like, we need to eat. And it was like, there's a Chipotle in the parking lot of the theater. Boom. And I'm like, yeah, for, um, we could Chipotle,
0: gross. Yeah. Huh? Chipotle's gross.
1: Nah, that's fine. Yeah.
0: I'm from the land where Moe's exists and Mo's is superior to Chipotle in every way possible.
1: I don't know what Moses. There's another similar Chipotle in this area, but it, yeah. the meat's funky.
0: Here's the thing: Chipotle had like four E. coli scares in the span of a couple of years. I'm good.
1: <laughs> I'm nearly fifty. My stomach can handle it. <laughs>
0: um, but yeah, so so across Spider Verse rules. If you haven't seen it yet, go see this. this movie. is is amazing. It's so good. It's it's fantastic. Um, oh, wait, uh, real quick, real quick. Yeah,
1: I did also see Little Mermaid. And did you like that? We went and saw it Tuesday night and I will say this, Mm -hmm. like, I'm not a fan of the cartoon. I've tried watching it several times. I've never been able to stay awake the entire time. Hmm. Um, I like the movie. They fleshed out Mm -hmm. so much more like I don't like. I mean, I've I know, only seen I, that of little mermaid.
0: There's nothing you're going to tell me that's no. A no, no, no. Yeah, story, I know. You know? I'm just
1: trying to say like, like they actually because they flesh Eric out, he's not just mm. like this weird thing. She lusts for. Oh, right. You're yeah. like, oh, look at that. That's why they actually fall for each other.
0: And well, when, then, you're, when you're sticking another another 30 minutes onto a, onto an already 90 minute movie, you better.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that that was a lot better. There were some other like, I don't know the the animated film completely but Mm -hmm. it was like stuff like that that was really cool chick chick was really really good you don't think about it but it's like in an actual live action movie Mm -hmm. um and because of the added time like she spends a good 40 percent of the film not being able to talk yeah so it's like oh you've got to be able to convey
0: and when she does have a voice she spends most of it singing yeah so you and from all from everything i've heard Halle bailey uh crushes it as ariel it's look i i'll see it when it's on disney plus like i am on the record of not being a fan of the live action remakes disney has done and i i'm i'm these are mostly made for kids and families yeah i'm a single 35 year old dude <laughs> i'll i'll watch them when it's on streaming i i'm not yeah. i'm not gonna there's enough look we're going into a busy summer for movies there's enough other stuff like i'm getting I'm getting dragged to see Transformers this weekend, which I'm not looking forward to. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. Sure, Um, but there's but flashes next week. uh, Blue Beetles right around the corner. Like there's enough stuff. Secret Invasion's about to start on Disney Plus. There's enough stuff for me to watch that I can wait on a few things.
1: Well, and the coolest thing was, is the oldest in the house had already seen it, so I don't have to pay for her. My son is at camp. He had no interest in seeing it, and. Tuesday 5:50. So yeah. under 20 bucks all three of us got to the theater.
0: Yeah, so just you the wife and the little one, right? Yeah. So, so it was just like I'll and, spend- she, and, she, and she's 5, so she's going to be into it no matter what.
1: Oh. <laughs> the the number of times like you cannot full out sing the songs in the theater with the people.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's why when they cut Be Prepared out of the Lion King, I was like, "No, no, this is not okay. This is not okay. I, How dare I, you?" Yeah, How I've never dare seen you? It
1: the live action no, linking. I don't trust no no, interest.
0: No. Yeah. <laughs> you, no one should it's not as bad as the Beauty and the Beast remake it's still pretty bad anyway <laughs>
1: that's a whole other
0: that's a whole other podcast no, anyway,
1: if you're into um, Little Mermaid you have kids Little Mermaid's another thing so like nice. it yeah. was I I actually enjoyed it don't cool. know why what's his name what is the the dude plays in who plays Poseidon who was in No Country for Old Ben oh Javier Bardem yeah I don't understand why he gets work
0: but he I was fine
1: I don't know. Anyway, don't, you know, yeah, <laughs>
0: here's my, here's my pick for Mister Freeze. Anyway, i uh, <laughs> not kidding. Uh, we got two pieces of news. Um, yes. So first and foremost, um, uh, the Batman production on the Batman has been delayed because no shit. Because yeah. I loved how all the whether it was Hollywood Reporter, Variety, the rap, everyone was like uh, the Batman production has currently been delayed, but we have not had any confirmation as to why I'm like, really? Yeah. Matt, Ree- Matt Reeves and his writer down protesting with the WGA wasn't a really, you're not sure. Yeah. You're not sure. Okay. And, and it's only the Batman
1: and Thunderbolts from Marvel yeah. that are being delayed by this. Nothing else Correct. is affected.
0: because well, <laughs> So many other things were already in like, in production. some variation yeah. of production. Um, still no confirmation on what's going on with Deadpool three, but 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 the Batman has been delayed production wise, which no shit. And honestly, if the, if, and I know that SAG after is in the middle of. I know the directors killed was able to reach reach a uh, agreement with their contract so I know SAG is currently no. Voting.
1: Last I saw, SAG voted yes.
0: SAG SAG voted yes to put strike a strike on the table is what it is. Yeah. So, it wasn't that they were voting to go oh, ahead and okay. strike. Okay. It was they were voting to uh, to say, basically, okay, we all agree. If they won't give us what we want, we're going to strike. Not We're not going to renegotiate after this. They either pony up or we're going on strike. Um,
1: Which, when that happens, I feel like all of this is going to get fast-tracked because...
0: thousand percent. <laughs> because, because, because if this continues on much longer, we're going to start hearing things about, like, Superman. Uh, well, actually, again, I don't know because it's James Gunn so I don't know how that's going to work well James, James Gunn is an anomaly in all this because he's a studio head but he's also writing and directing the movie
1: so well again it's like all it's that messy. means is they can't do work it doesn't mean that like you can't get an actor to do work which only affect him if it right. continues through January right like I don't like I would assume that they'll still be able to go hit the gym <laughs>
0: Well, not only that, it just means they have to work off the version of the script they have right now. Yeah. But anyway, uh, we, we've we've talked about this yes. ad, ad nauseum, so we won't go into it again. Um, the only other real piece of news is uh, also no, no updates yet on, on the Penguin. I don't know if that's done and just waiting to be released. Um, you know, we had that little preview that came out earlier this year that said that the show is premiering next in, in next yeah. spring, I believe. Um, I'm assuming it's done though. Like at this point, it's just in post or it's, it's
1: it's so far into what they're doing. I don't know if you stop filming.
0: Well, the reason I bring it up is because it's because Matt Reeves was show running. So I, I don't know, but honestly, I, I have a feeling it's probably at this point, it's all just in post at this point. Um, I'd imagine so. But uh, other than that, the only other piece of news we have is that uh, early Flash reviews are coming out. Now, these are not the like film festival, private screening, unfinished movie, uh, you know, kind of um, uh, buzzword reviews that we've been commenting on for a while, which are all have all been overwhelmingly positive. Um, These are the, you know, the movie comes out in a week. Uh, here's the early early press screenings, yeah. Reviews, these are the ones who were like going to see it in an AMC. There's a screening happening not far from here, uh, that I've been trying to get in on and I have not heard back at this point. I don't think it's gonna happen, but uh, cause who the fuck am I? Yeah, but um, we're not there yet. We're not there yet. The early <laughs> reviews are abundantly positive, though. Um, there's a there's a there's a YouTube critic named Chris Stuckman who I'm a huge fan of. I, I think he gives some of the most balanced and um. Just well thought out critiques of movies of of most people uh, and as an Ohio boy too. and he he sang this movie's praises. Uh, people are not just not just like people are saying that like Ezra Miller as the flash is is truly something to behold. um, but also people what people are saying about uh, Sasha Kaye as as supergirl and Michael Keaton as Batman. They're saying they all just absolutely crush uh koi drew over at real reject said that like he had little to no interest in the supergirl woman of tomorrow movie until now and now he can't wait to see her continue on as supergirl um
1: that didn't even dawn on me
0: yeah i know it could be either it could be her
1: holy crap it could
0: be i it it i don't know why it never crossed my mind but as soon as he said that i was like Oh, yeah, they are doing that, aren't they? And from whatever, from what I understand, she crushes it in this movie.
1: And he didn't so. say James Gunn never said that they were recasting or casting. So that's possible. She's the one. Yeah.
0: Again, we'll know more after the movie comes out, I'm sure. Um, I had something else. I had another spoiler get from the same. It was. It was at the bank in line <laughs> and the radio was on in the bank and something else got spoiled. And I'm like, can we not? Can we not please? God. I'm starting to get really irritated because it's like, I usually don't get this mad about spoilers, but it's been happening so much and so carelessly. It's just <laughs> pissing me off now. Um, which, speaking of spoilers, they're also, they have said they are only doing one premiere of The Flash yeah. uh, to help minimize, because usually when a movie has premieres, it has like, because like Guardians had like seven premieres. Um, in different big cities around the country. They said they're doing one for the flash to minimize the risk of big spoilers, particularly for the ending. The ending is the same the thing. is saying is like we have a very like we are so top secret on this ending. We don't want it to get out before it's too soon. So so it'll get um, out
1: Thursday, not so Wednesday. It's,
0: <laughs> no, it's no, it's going to get spoiled um, f- next Friday at about 2 p.m. because I'm going to see the movie next Friday after work. So a few hours before my screening is when it's going to get spoiled for me. Yeah, uh, because that seems to just be the world I live in now, <laughs> and I'm kind yeah. of over it, honestly. I'm usually not like an opening day guy, but I'm like I, I, at this point I might as well. So yeah, um, yeah. My my, so, my
1: wife's birthday is Saturday the seventeenth, so for okay. her birthday we're doing lunch and a movie. So. See, next,
0: I'm so busy next weekend because I'm, I'm going to see this and then uh, some friends of mine are in a are in a play that I got to go see. I almost double booked it. I actually Ooh. went really busy weekend next weekend. Uh, so I was like, all right, I'm going to make sure I have this movie like on the calendar. So because, uh, yeah, um, and we will be doing a review of The Flash. It will come out one week, uh, the week after. So the movie comes out next Friday, uh, the 16th. We will put our review up the following Friday.
1: Yeah. Um, now that I think I may go wait. see it.
0: before.
1: I'm just going, I may go. I just dawned on me like, oh no, never mind. She's doing camp. I was like, wait, my wife's off on Fridays. We go do it today. I was like, wait, no. nope, nope. Because I'm the same as you. As when it comes to some of these bigger films, if I care, I'm like, I have to see it that weekend. Yeah. Because Star, The Force Awakens got ruined for me. Mm-hmm. The, like the Wednesday night before we were going to go see it on Thursday. Yeah like 11 o'clock at night. I was done. Like you do that last check of Twitter and Facebook before you go to bed. And somebody like put a picture of like the three spoilers for force awakens. Oh no. In the shortest sentences possible. (sighs) So, I mean, I I don't think I'm spoiling anything for a nearly 10 year old movie, but it was just basically like Kylo is laying Han's son. Han dies. Luke's in it for two seconds like that was what it was and it was like you don't have to take a moment like that just
0: yeah and it was read that by accident and I was like son of a and like like someone telling me that Han Solo dies wouldn't have made me too mad because it's like he's Han Solo's gonna die like this Harrison Ford wanted Han Solo to die in Empire Strikes Back like so but like the other the other stuff is kind of like ah god mother god anyway um so yeah, so that's, that's what we're looking for uh, uh newswise in the next coming weeks. Um that so that being said, uh man, let's let's get into uh Tom Taylor's run on Nightwing. All right, so Nightwing, uh the, the run written by Tom Taylor, uh, we mentioned him a little bit ago, Koi Jean over at Real Rejects. I was watching some video he was in on their channel and he mentioned that this run was by Tom Taylor, which I know Tom Taylor from writing the Injustice comics, which are if you haven't read read like the five the first the five year uh, injustice prequel comics do yourself a favor it's some of the best writing DC's done in a long time Um, so I was like oh well I haven't read Nightwing comics in years because I for no particular reason and if Tom Taylor's doing it uh, this can only mean good things so I picked up volumes one through three on Amazon uh, and blew through them. Matt, this is some of the best writing I think I've ever seen in an DC comic. <laughs> this, is, this is excellent stuff, man. Yes. Um.
1: See, I'm going to go a little little extension here is that even when I say I'm not reading comics, usually Nightwing is still being read by me. Like, Nightwing sure. is one of those things I'm always reading. I, I very rarely stop reading it. Um, Or if I do, it's only for little increments. Um, And this is the first time in a long time I've really been excited about what they're doing. You know, like the, the rebirths, the the new 52 stuff was terrible. Like oh, I did so. not like the new 52 stuff for, for Nightwing or for everything. I mean, we'll say both. Oh, like, <laughs> well, no, I tell you, I like mainly for Nightwing. I thought the new 52 stuff for Green Lantern was great. Aquaman was great. Some of the Batman stuff was cool. The rest of it was kind of a, a mixed bag. My most excited thing about New Fifty Two was when they were bringing the Wildstorm characters in, and within six months they got rid of all of them. They also—that's
0: um, also when they folded Constantine into DC proper to it out of Vertigo. Um, yeah, New Fifty Constantine stuff was really good. Yeah, so find me find me a bad Constantine comic, though. I
1: mean,
0: <laughs> fair, but
1: no. So the stuff they did with Nightwing, the biggest problem I had, and I think we've talked about before, is like I've always liked Nightwing being not part of the Bat family uh, and as far away from. Gotham as possible. And New 52 like solidly placed him in the middle
0: of the yeah. Bat family. He was just Robin 2.0, basically. Yeah.
1: He was basically, you know, leader Robin. And I was like, eh. But then the Grayson thing happens, which is fantastic. Yeah, I love the Grayson Agent 37, the whole thing. But then they retcon that or get rid of it pretty quickly when Rebirth happens. And he instantly goes back to being Nightwing. It also Um, isn't selling well
0: because it's hard to. I imagine it's hard to sell longtime comic book fans on a Dick Grayson comic. Not about Nightwing.
1: I think you there was a way to meld it, which I think they should have eventually done. But who knows where they're going? Yeah. But then like the new the rebirth thing, the problem I had with all the rebirth stuff is they just made him Batman light. And I hate yeah. when they do that with Nightwing. Um, and then they did that horrible amnesia story, which was the dumbest crap of all time.
0: I didn't even read that. <laughs> oh, it's <laughs> I heard it was he, frustrating. I, I didn't read it.
1: Well, he gets he basically gets brain panned. Okay. From a distance by KG Beast. And because he gets shot in the head. Why is it
0: always KG Beast? It's
1: I funny. have no clue. He loses, he gets amnesia. And I think, in my opinion, the whole thing is they wanted to figure out a way to stop calling him Dick Grayson because he comes out of amnesia, decides he doesn't remember anything, wants to live his own life, becomes like a bar fly, and decides his name's Rick. His name's Rick Grayson, shaves his head. And then for like six issues, doesn't do any crime fighting and is Mm. like tells barbara to go f herself tells bratman to go f himself doesn't have any memory lights the nightwing layer on fire and then these cops find the remnants of this fire and they become like team nightwing so each one of these cops these four cops a girl and three guys are wearing different versions of his suit
0: because it gives me such Frank Miller Dark Knight, <laughs> Dark Knight returns. We are
1: the sons of Batman. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then, like, through their ineptitude, Rick Grayson starts helping them. And then eventually dons like a brand new suit that just looks like he's like the fifth member of KISS. <laughs>
0: And then is this just is much better than that. I'll tell you yeah. that right now. All
1: right. So what I've told you so far is yeah. 12 issues of story. That is
0: insane. That's an insane thing. That is insane.
1: And then like part of me was like, okay, this is something where you can really go do something cool here. If you do this because he has all the muscle memory, but no memories. And then like he gets a new girlfriend, he gets a new life. He's got this new suit. And then the Court of Owls find him brainwash him into becoming a Talon. And Batman saves him from being a Talon, and then. Just like that, he remembers everything again.
0: That is that is such a mess.
1: And then within what a, a messy story, yeah, within a single issue, he's back to being Nightwing and, he, and becoming the Guardian of Bloodhaven. And everything is awash.
0: <laughs> that's that. It, that's just messy. That's messy. It's,
1: it's the most horrible waste of time like i mean i'm not kidding it was 18 issues of a story arc maybe 20 and it was like ridiculous so i was about to stop reading this book because i was so tired yeah of how horribly done i was tweeting at the writers and dc what are you guys doing this is stupid tom taylor comes in and turns this book around
0: Ooh, buddy and
1: it is just insane how good this book is And how much I've enjoyed it, the cameos, the different characters that have showed up. Heartless is a great villain for Nightwing. Heartless
0: is scary. Yeah. Also, you know what, you know what this comic gave me that I didn't know I needed, and now that I have it, I can't live without it. Nightwing having a puppy.
1: Oh. (laughs) I thought you were I thought you were saying Nightbite because that was cracking me up.
0: Uh, Did you get that far? Nightbite or Bitewing or whatever.
1: Bitewing is the puppy.
0: Yeah. Bite, bite Wing, Dick Grayson having a puppy is just kind of the best, especially because everyone adopts it as our puppy. Like everyone, you know, when when he's, people are trying to assassinate Dick Grayson and the mm-hmm. Titans are getting in and he's like, why are you guys here? Well, we had a conversation with the dog and, and she thought it was a pretty good idea. I was like, yeah, no, that's that's a thousand percent what would happen. Uh, <laughs> Beast
1: Boy would turn to a dog, talk to her, come back, I'm like, all right, this is what we have to do. Yeah,
0: yeah, no. Uh, it's, man, what a, What a character study in Dick Grayson uh, this run is. And that's it's really what it boils down to is it is so much great action. So I love in uh, in volume two, where for like an entire issue, every every page is like this montage of Dick traveling yeah uh, and tracking these guys is so so the, the art on there is is fantastic i don't have who the artist is in front of me um it uh you can probably pull that up while i'm talking here Yeah, uh, do it it's it, it it truly is a character study in in dick grayson you know the we spend so much time with him because this is this is alfred pennyworth has passed away he leaves he leaves dick grayson a insane amount of money i don't Remember, if we get the actual dollar amount. Bruno
1: Redondo is the artist.
0: Bruno Redondo, uh, uh, had, very good. Very, the art in this is great. Right. I, I, the my my hardbacks that I have have like some of the variant covers in there between sections, where it's like breaking down the specifics of like where what all of the stuff in his costume does, and it's very cool. Um, but uh, it really is a character study into Dick's relationship with Alfred. Yes. his relationship with the rest of the bat family um his relationship with other heroes in dc the titans and the justice league um you know right i, I haven't read a lot of the current uh the most recent runs of superman with john kent uh, clark's son uh but what i have read has been spectacular and what what i've heard about the rest of it is that it's fantastic um i love their the relationship between john kent and dick grayson yeah and this and that he's he's kind of a mentor to to john kent who is filling in as superman
1: and do you understand why somehow Dick grayson is nightwing as a mentor and still nightwing as john kent as a, a pseudo adult yeah okay because he leaves and comes back mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> okay. no, I, don't, I totally get it i love I the, that moment of like wait a minute and i was like oh that's right yeah
0: yeah yeah <laughs> um it's I, I, I love that it's it's this relationship of, of the sons of the world's of the world's finest, you know, together, you know, yes. it, it's I, I just said it's a, this, this entire run is a character study. Every everyone that's on a page in, in this is there's a character study taking place. And um, I love because you a lot of times when we see Nightwing. It's just Nightwing in Bloodhaven, there's not a lot of interaction with the rest of DC at large. And to see the role that Dick Grayson plays in DC at large, not just his, from his perspective, but getting to learn more about how the rest of DC views Nightwing, yeah, how the the respect that other, the the rest of the Justice League has for Nightwing, the, the respect that Clark Kent has for Nightwing, or that Mr. Terrific has for Nightwing, like, like, Dick Grayson really and truly is kind of the glue holding the DC universe together. And DC has even said, we, you know, at the end of last year, we talked about how uh, the, some of the plans DC had for the comics going forward in 2023 and 2024. And one of the things they they put a stamp on was that Nightwing is going to be like this this figurehead poster boy for DC at large. How they're they're making him kind of the the point on on all this, and if they're doing stuff like like what's in this Tom Taylor run, I th- I am a thousand percent on board with that.
1: Well, and that's something that is something that's been really cool with with Rebirth is as Rebirth has gone forward, you get a lot of Batman saying like, you know, you're going to be the one that's going to lead these heroes. You're going to be the beacon as as time goes on. As you become an adult, you're going to be the best of us, and yeah. I think that's. Definitely apparent in this Tom Taylor run of seeing him being not just a great crime fighter, but a great human being, and him trying to do the thing that you would think other rich superheroes would do with their city. I was like, maybe I should invest money in the town instead of just beating the crap out of criminals.
0: (laughs) That's one of one of one of my favorite criticisms about Batman is like, why doesn't Bruce Wayne just donate a ton of money to the city? And it's like, I mean, he does. It's just Gotham is just the worst, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> Gotham's the worst. Um, it, so I, I love how, like I mentioned it, like, even though we're at a point where Alfred is gone, he's still an influence and yeah. kind of to your point too, about, about what bat, about Batman kind of setting Nightwing up to in this way, if you kind of look at it during the time that Dick Grayson was Robin, it was Batman teaching him to be a hero. Yeah, now that he's Nightwing, it's almost like Batman's teaching him how to be a leader, because that's what Nightwing to to be the leader that Batman could be Batman could never be a leading beacon for the Justice League, or all these other teams, but he knows that Nightwing can because because the Nightwing has all the best qualities of Batman, as well as the best qualities of a human being that Batman doesn't have the things that Batman is missing to make him even though he's my favorite he's not the perfect hero he's missing certain qualities that I think Dick Grayson has and he knows that so that's why he he can recognize that Dick Grayson can be the the, the leader that Batman maybe never could be Not that I think he ever wanted to be but yeah but he 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 Batman recognizes that there needs to be that figure and for the longest time, it was Superman, but even Clark Kent's time is, 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 is going to come and pass eventually. And I think he knows that if anybody has, has it in them to be that, to fill that role, it's Dick Grayson.
1: Yeah. And I, and yeah, Dick, Dick, this is, this is prime. Why I love Nightwing seeing him become not Batman as much as I've enjoyed some of the stories where he is Batman. You know, he's done it like, I think three times up to this point. Yeah. I like the idea of like, now you're, you Nightwing is his own kind of hero. Dick Grayson is his own kind of person. And you're seeing, I mean, you, like you said, like have you, you got to the point where the flash shows up, right? Oh yeah. I love that. The flash shows up, helps him and he's like, Hey, um, so w- w- when's the last time you slept? And he's like, Oh, no, no. And he's like, Oh, that's cute. And then it's like, boom, you're yeah. in my house now. Yeah. You're gonna go to
0: sleep. <laughs> You're I'll gonna get, be fine. I'll, I'll go get the dog. Take a nap. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I, I, just- I love
0: I love what him and Mr. Terrific are, are are like. He's like, Are you wearing a bulletproof vest under your suit? Yes. Are you wearing your suit under your suit? No. Yeah, we're gonna go fix that right now. And they give him they give him this new suit, this new nightwing suit. And there's this funny little chibi drawing of of the flat of Wally giving Dick a bunch of shit saying plus let's be honest your face is far too handsome for anybody to ever want to damage it and i'm like that is again as we've said many times dick grayson has a superpower it's that he's so goddamn sexy yeah
1: (laughs) he's got that face he's got them cakes
0: yes he does (laughs) he's the most single he he is superhuman attractiveness that's his superpower um so i love that that's even a running joke in dc that like even everybody knows like yeah no he's too pretty yeah. He is he is so pretty, it's kind of offensive.
1: <laughs> well, and this is where, like, look, there's been, a, I, I read comics here and there, and Nightwing was troubling for the longest time. It was just such a, it just wasn't as fun as it could be. This has been great. Um, I can't recommend this Tom Taylor run of Nightwing more the art is fantastic yeah. even batgirl's new suit is
0: amazing i like you know? that people people give that suit a hard time i like that batgirl suit
1: no it does it, it's kind of like
0: it because like the Burnside
1: thing was a cute young mm-hmm. i'm a you know a, a young 20 something uh kind of motorcycle looking outfit yeah. and then that weird one that she had for a while i was like i don't know what that mm-hmm. one but this one is just i think it's it's that Batgirl is Nightwing's partner. Yeah, they're I love, both the, I love the role
0: she plays in this. Like she, at no point does it feel like because sometimes I think when 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 the writers are, are writing Oracle, they they don't know how to write her. Well, she's either there to just be a quippy voice in their ear or she's there to be the fix all for everything. It's like from one end. Yes, yeah. there's, there's like there's a happy middle in the in there's a happy medium in the middle where she's effective, but not so effective that it takes away from the hero, but also not so useless that she just comes across as comic relief, you know, where she, and, and she's there again, because this is such a character study, the supporting role she plays as Barbara to Dick Grayson and as Oracle slash Batgirl to Nightwing is, is fantastic. She's the girl in the chair. Who's also able to hold her own, you know, in that like I was talking about in Volume Two, where Dick Grayson's being chased by assassins, she joins in on that fight because she's like, yeah, no, this is too big. I'm not staying in the chair. I'm getting involved. Yeah, Uh, it's 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 a Nightwing comic. the The rest of of you know DC plays a part in this, but there it never at no point is the focus taken away from Dick Grayson Nightwing he is still the focal point even though there's a lot of support from the rest of the DC universe in this it's all in service of the story that like Dick Grayson is the hero we yeah. we need and deserve
1: and i never knew i needed a nightmite but
0: yeah me nightmite
1: <laughs> crack me up
0: <laughs> yeah again i mean batmite is like one of my least favorite things that was ever created it's it's just it's it's i don't care night might is one of those i'm like damn it i hate how much i like this
1: well it was also like because they ended that previous issue with it's rick grayson get in the car and i just rolled my eyes i was like what crap is this because yeah. i hated that whole thing so much but um <laughs> to rick, have... rick,
0: rick grayson sounds like a hard-boiled black and white private dick from the 1950s like it's like he should be wearing this. he should be wearing a trench coat and working out of a dingy office and, and and narrating his own life. Like, that's what Rick Grayson sounds like.
1: Yeah, it's it's I'm going to send you some pictures of his costumes as oh, this God. version. And just so I'm you can just
0: at marvel at the ridiculousness of it. Um, also, um didn't know. Uh, I didn't know I'd enjoy because because Blockbuster is kind of the, you know, he's he's the big bad of this story. I, I didn't know. I'd be as into a blockbuster uh, villain story as I was in this one because blockbusters kind of a he's just, at times is written as kind of just is just not black mask. You know, yeah. it, it feels like discount. black. it feels like I mean, he's he's very clearly an adjacent to tombstone from Marvel. I mean, that is that is abundantly clear. Um, and at times he just kind of feels like, you know, the the great value version of tombstone and black mask rolled into one. Um, they made him scary. Tom Taylor did a great job of making him scary, in that I was, I was like, he's, he's frightening. <laughs> See, and I,
1: and I always liked him back in the first Nightwing solo series when Scott McDaniel was drawing him, and when all that was happening, he was very menacing then because you know the big thing with most of like Batman and Nightwing's villains is they are not super powered. No, you know I think killer croc is maybe the quote unquote strongest villain in the rogues gallery but this guy is just overpowering and i really liked i really liked how they've changed him and kind of given him that more menace because he's i can't remember what the storyline was but he's one of those guys that he used to just be kind of like a dumb brute yeah and then i can't it was like one of the devils or some kind of like upgraded a bunch of the villains and his upgrade was that he became super intelligent. Mm-hmm. So I love that he's kind of been this like pseudo Lex Luthor physical violent nemesis yeah. to Nightwing for decades. And then, you know, we'll see if he recovers from what happened to him.
0: <laughs> oh, we'll see. I, I, I feel like DC cuz cuz Wilson Fisk in Marvel is such an imposing villain both both physically and just from a character standpoint and I feel like DC has always tried to find their version of Wilson Fisk yeah and I think no one DC character has ever quite nailed it but I think if you were to make an amalgam of several DC characters you would probably get there and I feel like uh, a blockbuster, especially this take on blockbuster would be a big part of it. he's I I think this version of blockbuster is the closest DC has gotten to having that Wilson Fisk adjacent yeah. type character. Um, I, I think you would need to do some kind of weird amalgam of like blockbuster and Lex Luthor and black mask to really get what they're going for with Wilson Fisk. Um, but if anything, got the closest it's definitely this take on blockbuster it i was getting mad i was in the back of my mind going like maybe vincent d'onofrio could play this guy too
1: yeah no i think that i think the inherent issue there is that what makes wilson fisk so awesome Mm -hmm. is that all the marvel comics take place in the same city
0: So in new york
1: (laughs) yeah so wilson fisk goes against spider-man punisher daredevil yeah. you know the the, the heroes for hire so on with dc every hero has their own city so you are never gonna see <laughs> wilson fisk talk to anybody else but nightwing unless superman decides to visit and then you yeah. see him.
0: that's why like having john having john can't be a part of, of this nightwing run means like oh cool we get to watch nightwing take on lex Luthor, yeah Didn't know I needed that in my life. All right, cool. Mm -hmm,
1: mm -hmm. Um, Here, I'm sending you the the horrible costumes that he had.
0: Oh, that is atrocious. That is... That that was... Yeah. T-shirt and jeans
1: with a rope. And then he upgrades to this. This is his
0: kiss outfit. (laughs) Oh, that wasn't the kiss outfit? Oh, that's bad. (laughs) Oh, that is... That is very bad. Oh, that's... I don't like that at all.
1: And then he upgrades. And he's spelling
0: Rick R-I-C without the K. That's just pretentious.
1: Yes. (laughs) And then this is his final form. And it's just even like I just like one of those. How can we make it worse? This is much worse.
0: It's also like that that is that is very you know what that looks like to me is that looks like uh, and you haven't watched it, but this character from the boys, uh, this past season, it just looked ridiculous. And that is also a terrible Batgirl suit, I should point out. That, yeah,
1: that's the one I don't like.
0: Yeah, that Batgirl design is that's awful. That's just bad. That's, mm, I feel personally attacked by those images. Uh, <laughs> I'm a, no, I'm a big fan of this purple uh, with the black and yellow cape, uh, thing yes. that they've done with Batgirl the last like five years. I'm a big fan of that. Which is apparently what we were supposed to be getting in the, in the, in the movie that never, never going to get released. Which is a bummer because it would have been a cool suit to see translate to live action. Um I man, so I, I cannot thank Koi Jandru enough for mentioning this this run in passing in a real rejects video because I even tweeted at him like I was like just pick these up today and he was like please let me know what you think and like I was like dude these are this is that's a this is, this is the kind of stuff that makes me like, cause you know, it's, it's 2023 every once in a while you have that fleeting moment of like, man, are comics still good? Are they still good? You know, when you have to defend being a comic book fan to people sometimes and it's stuff like this, that makes, makes me go, this is why I read comics, stuff like, stuff like this storytelling and character work like this is why I read comics. Yeah. First place. This is good stuff. This is a good ass man.
1: And, and I'm also glad like, this is where I get into, it's nice to see Nightwing being well-written and yeah. being kind of like this really cool upgraded character. Cause like I said, he's, he, I hate Nightwing as Batman light. Yeah. Um, you know, it's as cool as it is to kind of see him hanging out with the, the team Titans or the Titans. Eh, I take it to leave it. At. But him in this role that he's been, yeah, is just fantastic. And, yeah there's a a
0: level of pride that goes with it when it's like it's like when you get to see somebody like when you get to see like like your kid brother or something just crushing it you know like my little brother right now is is at a college and he's got a he's got a seasonal job doing something he loves at an animal rescue up in uh, northeastern Ohio and it's like to see how far this kid has come from being the little kid that just has a billion stuffed animals. Cause he loves animals so much, <laughs> it, which, when he, which, when he ended up getting head lice, what made for a very bad night. Uh, Oof. but, uh, yeah. Cause you gotta get rid of all those stuffed animals. Um, cause yeah, so mm-hmm. I, so no, there's, don't. well, well we did. Um, oh, we, okay. it was, <laughs> it's a longer story. Um, so to see like, Nightwing is such you know, growing up when I was a kid, like Nightwing was the comic I collected the most. Nightwing was my dude. Um and uh because that those those uh those night that nineties run of of Nightwing comics was was good stuff. Yes, yes, especially during especially during uh the cataclysm when like Gotham and Bloodhaven got decimated. Ooh, that was good. He, stuff.
1: he goes to the the the, the jail and gets trapped. <laughs>
0: oh good stuff. Um, but Nightwing has kind of, uh, the, the writing on Nightwing has suffered in recent years. And, you know, for the longest time, there was no Nightwing. There just yeah. wasn't a Nightwing. And for, like you said, to hit that sweet spot of like, he's Batman adjacent, but he's not Batman light. He's part of the Bat family, but not reliant on the Bat family. Like he is very much his own character, his own hero. He's not just the former Robin. He is an established hero like like yes. Superman, like yes. Batman, like Flash, Green Lantern. He is a person who commands respect from the DC universe at large, be they veterans or or you know newbie titans. People Nightwing is this figurehead in the in the universe of DC comics. And it's about goddamn time. (laughs) Yes.
1: Yes. Now we just need to get him in some good movies and content. So people recognize him for the great hero he needs to be
0: because the less said about Titans, the better that too. I will. I I know people love the show. It ran for four seasons, so I can't be a hundred percent wrong. Not a fan Tried. not a fan. Uh, it is what it is. So here's, here's hoping, you know, James Gunn said the bat family is coming. He said that, you know, it's, it's coming. We know Damian Wayne is in the next Batman movie. Nightwing's coming and I, I can't wait. I really, truly can't wait because it, the fact that it is 2023 and the, and the only live action Nightwing we have had has been Titans and for all intents and purposes. Uh,
1: Chris O'Donnell,
0: Chris O'Donnell, and Batman and Robin, uh, you know that's it, and yep. that's that's insane. That's yep. insane. <laughs> uh, Blue Beetle is getting a movie before Nightwing, and I love Blue Beetle. Blue Beetle is getting a movie before Nightwing.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, so it, it is. It, you know, my my biggest question mark of the whole Bat family that Jim James Gunn is doing mm. is the only reason you start with Damian Wayne or Damian Wayne. It's because you're going to have Nightwing. yeah. But how many of those Robins in between are we going to get?
0: That's a good question. And because because honest and, and here's what I'm going to say to people right now, which is if you're if you if you love all the Robins, that's great. Temper your expectations because you can't have every fucking Robin. OK, you just can't. There's too many of them. Yep. You know, if, if, if I was a writer on this and I was trying to keep it balanced, I would say you have Nightwing. And you have Jason Todd. And you have Dick and you have Tim Drake and that's it. You don't need Stephanie Brown. You don't need Carrie Kelly. um, uh, Stephanie Brown's not, but, but it just, you don't keep it, keep it simple. Don't try to overcomplicate it. You can always introduce stuff later on.
1: Yeah. See, I'd be even surprised if they did Jason Todd and Tim Drake. Cause I mean, my thing with Jason Todd is without the entire journey of him as Red Hood. Yeah. It, Makes no sense.
0: Oh, I understand. The only reason you do Jason Todd's to do Red Hood, and yeah. and Tim Drake. I know. I know Tim Drake has a lot of fans, and I I like Tim Drake just fine. I think I think Tim Drake is 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 a, is a good Robin. He's he was Tim Drake was Robin for me more than Dick Grayson was when I was reading comics. When I was reading yes. comics, Tim Drake was Robin. Dick Grayson was Nightwing. Jason Todd was you know dead you know, whatever. And and, and Damian <laughs> Wayne didn't exist yet, nor should he have ever existed. But that's out of here. I hate Damian Wayne so goddamn much. <laughs> um, so so for me, that's always been my thing. Is you know, Dick Grayson's Nightwing, Tim Drake is Robin. So it'll be interesting to see what they do with that. But the fact of the matter is, is and I have to believe Tom Taylor is part of uh, James Gunn's writing team. He's got to be. He's just got to be and if he's not, he needs to be, especially if he's going to start doing Bat Family stuff and he yes. wants to get Nightwing involved. Get Tom Taylor in there, man. You already got Grant Morrison. He can handle he's handling your Batman. Get get, uh, get Tom Taylor in there.
1: I'm sure when it comes to that, he'll be there
0: for sure. I really hope so. I really do. I really do. I just want to spend five minutes of flying the wall in that writer's room. <laughs> just oh, man. Oh man, that would be, that would be great. Uh, yes. So if you get a chance, um, all all the first three volumes, volume four is not, a, is, it, vo, the, the collected volume four is, is not uh, available yet um, at the time we're recording this. Volumes one through three are available on Amazon. That's where I got them. You get them wherever you can get them. Honestly, if you just want to keep it easy, just get them. And, uh, but please do. I cannot recommend Nightwing written by Tom Taylor enough. Um, I we've we've read a lot of comics for this show i've read a lot of comics in my life um you know batman the cult loved it arkham asylum hated it um mr miracle loved it last arkham, you um, like last that arkham, arkham. really liked last arkham i think this is my favorite thing i've read so far for this show specifically this was so good and again like I'm someone who's already a fan of Tom Taylor. You, you know this makes this makes me want to go reread the Injustice comics now, because <laughs> I'm so like in this world of loving Tom Taylor's writing. It's like ah, uh, because he did some cool stuff with Nightwing in those Injustice comics too. So yeah. this is kind of making me go, oh, I think I might go reread uh, Injustice next doesn't, too. Doesn't
1: he become dead man?
0: He does. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And it's cool. It's yeah. cool. It's 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 it was it was an idea where I was like, never saw that coming never never yeah. in a million years but it makes sense with how they work it um because you needed because you needed Nightwing to die was the bat was the bummer was I knew Nightwing was gonna die from playing the game because he's he's already dead in the game um because it because that's what drives the rift between Batman and Damien is because Damien's the one that kills him gotcha. Com- completely by accident but he kills him because
1: he's maybe intentional because Damien's a prick, but we're gonna have to get into that right now
0: Have you read it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, read it. yeah. If
1: that, that, that moment is when it made me go like, Nope, I'm fine. I'm done oh. with this. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. Trust me. Cause 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 year three of injustice is all about the magic users, including Constantine. And I had, I had to reckon with how that was going to end, uh, so that I could continue reading the next cause the last two years. Cause spoiler alert all the magic users get eliminated basically uh constantine takes all the magic users and and banishes them including himself in in between dimensions to keep them out of to keep them out of the game basically to keep them out of out of the conflict and it was one of those i had to reckon myself reckon with myself of like so constantine is off the table forever okay all right deep breath Deep breath, deep breath. But it was also the most Constantine ending ever. So, um, so yeah, I think I'm gonna go. Re- I think I'm gonna go reread Injustice. This uh, Tom Taylor, James Gunn. If he's not in your in your writer's room, get him in there. Because uh, this man, this man knows how to write characters. This man knows how to. Because that's that's what I took away from this the most was the story was great. The character development in this is what the character exploration is is what I took away from this. So big fan of Tom Taylor's run on Nightwing pick it up. If you have not already, please go read this. Uh, you will not be disappointed. And if you are you have no taste is correct. I, I'm, I'm all for difference of opinion. If you don't like this run of Nightwing there, stop reading comics, go go play sports, go do something else. I don't care. But you don't deserve to read comics if you don't enjoy this run of Nightwing. Um, and and uh, if I, you can hit me up if you don't like that I said that. You can hit me up on Twitter. Uh, you can also, <laughs> guys. That's gonna do it for for this week's episode of uh, We Are the Batman. Uh, if you want to hang out with us some more, uh, head, follow us on Twitter at We Are the Batman. You can find me on Twitter at Mr. Mike Shea.
1: You can find me at uh, Mr. J Ninja.
0: That is gonna do it for this week's episode of We Are the Batman. We will see you again next time. Same bat time. Same bat podcast channel. Bye bye.